Evening everyone, TMA Sunday Night Live where you choose the topics and we will discuss them. Uh, as always, we're proud and, and honoured to be in association with the Watford Football Club, former players club, fronted by Watford's favourite son, Luther Blissett and Neil Price Pricey. Get on over to facebook.com forward slash tailor-made players. Uh, just remember, Cali's on about nine o'clock, uh, so head on over to mixcloud.com forward slash live forward slash Nigel Callahan. Um, forward slash even so a lot of slashes there but head on over to uh, nine o'clock to watch um, TMA superstar DJ uh, Nigel Callahan. right okay let's get straight on with it um, I've got somebody who's posted this on the uh, event I posted up on Facebook StreamYard allow me to do events now which I don't know why because uh, God help me um, Steve Steve Moss evening Steve he says everyone is against Gino at the moment but being honest Gino has kept Sar and Pedro and we have been so unlucky with injuries. I reckon calm is needed. And how do we uh, work our way up the league? Um, right, Darren, uh, before I go off and we get plenty of fans views, what do you reckon of that? It's it's a fascinating time. I mean, honestly, right now, if you look even around the world, people are so polarised in opposite opinions. And for me... Don't get me wrong. I am certainly very thankful for what you know Gino has done for the club. I've said this before. You know the training facilities and pitch, all absolute world class and really, really top notch stuff. But at the same time, you've got to really. I was thinking about this a bit more on the weekend actually, and not so much the appointment of Ranieri, but certainly the appointment previously of Hodgson. When you hear just how ultra old-fashioned he was and didn't look at film or any of the modern concepts surely they would have done some real background research when they look into bringing him on board you know and, and looking now from a, from a player perspective our defense has like we've said we've all been saying that our defense has been frail for three years at least and they have not put any value in it they've just picked up another colombian kid obviously they see huge you know They've got some great marketing contacts in South South America when it comes to forwards, but no, for me, people have a right to question. And now, as for the you know the, the, the fans getting into a bit of a scrap yesterday, that's tragic. But just because he's done all these great things for the club off the field, it doesn't mean that you can't question and doubt his overall leadership from a recruitment of either managers slash coaches or players, and particularly defensive players. I think a lot of people have had enough now. I think it's a little bit of a reflection of society. We've gone through COVID. We've had really tough times. I mean, I'm in Canada, but you poor sods over there, you've got a shit house government that are not helping the country at all. So you look for football <laughs> for entertainment. You go along and you get the like the Blackburn performance. And, and yesterday, from what I've... I only got to see the highlights in Canada, but from what I saw, first half, Watford didn't look too bad. But second half, it's this whole thing and Dino's been saying it for a few years it's this lack of passion it doesn't matter what 11 you start they should at least be bloody proud to wear the badge and they're not so you know I do agree you know with his comment about calm heads we've got to stay calm I personally really do like and I do rate Billich I think um, if we can get to say 10th or 8th by the January window, then hopefully they will have the wisdom to recruit at the back and we might kick on. But right now, we're a mid-table team for all the talent up front. We're a mid-table team because we've got a creaky back door that people are punishing. And we it's right, the injuries have been horrific, but part of the questions, we had this a few years ago, you know, 
there's something wrong in the, in either the treatment room or the training methods to get that many injuries, in my opinion. All people are just calling in sick. So it, it, it's not good. And I feel for Billich because I think he's a good guy. So I really hope he can turn it round. But Norwich is going to be a hell of a tough game. Um, and, and for Gino, yeah, like I say, I'm grateful for what he's done, but I'm not grateful for what has been absolute neglect. And it, uh, there's no other word for it for me. There's been, you know, we've got old, we've got an old back line. So I'll shut up now and give you guys a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Dino. Um, kind of with the calmness, you can't, you know, us as fans, we can't keep being angry, you know, it does reflect onto the pitch, but it, we, we keep saying it both ways, it works both ways, you know, at home, you know, they've got to give us something to cheer, you know, that's the same with, you know, getting angry, that's exactly the same, we, we always say it, we can take losing if we play well, hit the post, we lose, we accept it, still be annoyed, but we see effort, we accept it. At the moment, I I do question our fitness. It seems every game on the 70th minute, we seem to sit back, no energy, no nothing. That is totally unacceptable at this level. It really is every poxy game, except for Stoke. But Stoke, let's be honest, were poor. But to be fair, they've picked up a couple of good results. They beat Sheffield United last time. They beat them yesterday at the top of the league. So... With the fans fighting, I don't like it. I had an argument with a fan last season. It's just like that, really, a little bit of handbags. But it's not good to see. Um, me, personally, I would give the players a couple of days rest. I think mentally they need to just have a break from football. I know some fans might disagree with that, but I think they just need to get away from it for a couple of days. We haven't got a game till Saturday, so I'd personally give every one of them a couple of days off just to freshen up a bit. Um I would take Capazali out of the team because he's come under a lot of fire at the moment. I'd strip him of his captaincy as well. Pidge mentioned it yesterday. I don't think he's ready, but what difference is going to make? He said put Pollock in. I do think we sod it. Why not? The defence is no better with or without him. Let's chuck a young man in. I would chuck Hungbo in as well, another young lad that needs to prove himself. What, what we got to lose, there's nothing to lose at the moment. We're playing so bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm just bewildered. I'm so angry with that performance yesterday. That's really annoyed me how easily they give up. I wouldn't I wouldn't drop Batman yet. I don't think the Nigerian keeper's good enough. And then when they come back on Tuesday, I would show them what the fans were doing. I'd show them and make them read every tweet then people left. I would have another shut-in. I've mentioned this time and time again. I will lock them in for two hours, maybe three, and I will want every one of them to have a chat and get whatever's on their chest. Because, again, it looks like there's – well, we know there's massive problems. This is from the coaching staff, every one of Billich's men, to every player, subs, whatever. I'd have a shut-in. Like I said, I'd make them watch the games – I'd make them watch nearly every game and ask every player, what were you doing in that situation? Yeah. You know, I saw it. I'd have them there for eight hours. I don't care if it upsets anyone. I would make them watch that. And then, like I said, show the tweets, what the fans have been saying, show this podcast if they ever watch it and show them what we're saying about them. And, you know, them coming over, clapping them, saying you're not fit to wear the badge. I'd show them that at the end as well and go, well, what are you going to do about it against Norwich? Because, 
the most Watford thing would be we'd beat Norwich. It wouldn't surprise me they turn up and beat Norwich. It really wouldn't. But we're so consistently bad. But yeah, I again I've said this hundreds of times. I'd have a shut in, give them two days off, and lock them in there for three hours until everyone's had their piece. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've got Michael. There you go. We've done it again. Everyone's <laughs> every show. Um, yeah, well, I would echo what you've what you've just said, mate. And I would put a load of tweets and stuff up from certain um, fans. Well, not certain fans, just any fan, and post up a load of them. You know, plus this locking that you said for a couple of hours, and said this is what the fans are thinking of you. You know, this is what this is what how they're suffering because you're clearly not putting pulling your weight. And I'll, I'll hark back onto the forest situation where um, they got rid of obviously um, Hewton lesser games than obviously Edwards. Edwards was a bit newer to the job Hewton had to the season before. And I'm not necessarily saying we're going to do a barnstorming finish and get in the playoffs and get promoted, but there's always that very, very slim chance that, you know, if you can galvanise the team, Forrest is the, um, the clear example of putting a good coach in there, um, galvanising the team and the fans and everyone pulling in the uh, in the same direction. That's what needs to happen. Clearly, it's not at the moment and something is desperately broken. We need we need to find it fast because we'll be in serious trouble if we don't. Um, now let me just get a, let me get a few comments out here as well. Um, special on Facebook. Right, Chris Kidd, evening, mate. Evening, Halsey. Um, Stuart Higgins, evening, boys. He said, Watford Woody. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Les, uh, evening, guys. He said, Daniel, thank you very much for taking that um, picture of me and um, Jade Demerit, mate. You're a star. He's um, uh, one of the roadies, one of the many unsung heroes at the Vic. He says, evening, Paul. Um, Woody said, have the Pozzos done what they wanted by splitting the fan base? We are now fighting amongst ourselves. Um, Mr Higgins saying, poor recruitment has resolved um, as we all now see it now. Uh, not any manager's fault. Players are not good enough. Head of recruitment needs to be sacked. Fighting in the stands, we are now at an all-time low. Needing now to look out um, of contract players to bring in bring in to steady the ship. Heads need heads need to roll. Sick of this pathetic group of players. Understand we aren't buying defenders um, as they have very little sell on uh, sell on clause. Um, effing sick of it now. Stuart stands even in Stuart. He says wave every uh, anything white on the tenth minute Saturday. Slowly start with the protest. Gino enters and leaves. Through the GT stand entrance, can't ban banners. They like they are in the ground. Um, Woody, uh, he says, look, we can't thank the Pozzos for what they have done um, for our club, but with the lies we have been told and the dis uh, discontent amongst the fans, it is time for them to go. He's also that's meant to say thank the Pozzos enough. Can't thank the Pozzos enough uh, for what they've done for the club. Now I know, I know what you mean, mate. Uh, Mr. Wiggins, evening, mate. He says, I think anger will uh, reach its height at the Luton game. Sorry for swearing. He says, especially if we lose to uh, to the two, the, uh, two before. Um, Higgins, Mr. Higgins says, uh, ain't going to gloss over the dross. 72% play against Blackpool. We still can't get a result. Need to play Bayer and Davis up front. Uh, Woody said, "We um, can you see us beating the scum? Can't see it myself. Uh, Wigan says we have um, we happen to um, to the meetings between the owners and the fans. Yeah, very very strange that actually, but that seemed to have died down. I think that's a bloody good thing because that was a complete farce. Uh, Sar looks uninterested. Sell him. You can get one game in nine out of him. He plays well. Sodden fuming. We are shit. Uh, e uh, evening, Sonia. 
Um, Stan the man, evening Stan, he says, keep going, there will be sleeping overnight, no motivation. Uh, on stats, Edwards is the better manager at the moment, that's from Woody. Stuart Higgins, stop sacking managers, coaches, players are shit and we ain't up to the challenge. Uh, Mr. Les Cheeseman says, you should have spent a weekend in Blackpool and had to watch that and that embarrassment. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll leave it to you, mate. But what a fair play to going up there and watching it. Uh, I, I feel more sorry for you for anyone else. Um, you've got guys and girls who went up there. Chris has said, I would like to see um, that too. But uh, I just think none of them are wearing that shirt and none of them have the passion. He's also said the manager's come out today and said the players aren't good enough. I mean, he's been given a remit and clearly it's not actually what it says on the tin. And um, yeah, like, like I said, I'll just repeat like I said, this, um, they, need to, they need to get all off their chest. They need to do like they did against Coventry a couple of years ago when we ended up having a decent run and just lay it all out, get it out in the open close the door on it and just say, right, let's start the season now. Let's regroup. Let's at least show a bit of passion out there. And like Dino said, if we lose, we lose. Let's just show a bit of passion and eventually results will come because you work hard enough. It's going to happen anyway. You know, if you get like, like you said, Darren, the um, defence is weak at best. Uh, injuries certainly don't help it. We're relying on True Stakong and Cabaselli as our main defensive two, then it is very, very worrying. So I, was, I said this yesterday, we've got to start Pollock and Morris now. Really got to... They're both fresh, um, coming from the outside, shall we say, because they haven't had to um, play in this team so far. So a bit of fresh impetus needs, uh, needs, to, be, needs to be brought in, I think. But... Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be negative because we're trying to find the positives here. I mean, loser looks class. Um, Bashiro's back as well, so he'll be fitting into the midfield soon. But it needs to, like Dino said, it'll be funny if we we beat Norwich. It needs to start against Norwich at least, bare minimum, a performance, surely. But um, what what is something needs to be fixed? What what do you think's broken, mate? Because some something needs to happen. It's. I mean, it's tough for me to say, Fish, I'll be honest, but it just, it feels, it's it just something feels rotten at the core of the club. And I know I'm on the other side of the pond, but I'll tell you the absolute truth, and I don't take any pride in saying this. On Friday, I was thinking, oh yeah, we've got Blackpool tomorrow, and I really don't care, which is a horrible thing to feel. It really is. And then it's like anything, Saturday morning, eight o'clock kickoff. You know, I've got, I'm getting updates on the BBC and suddenly I'm hooked in again, right? Because <laughs> it's just like a drug being a It really is. And, all of, you know, I want them to win. I want them to be successful. But, you know, 70-odd minutes and it's still one each and you're thinking, come on, let's try and get something. And then, boom, you know, they get two late goals. And it's just, yeah. It, I'm not sure what's wrong, mate, but there clearly is something. What I did like after the game, Village said they had a, straight afterwards in the change room there big talk and he said we're going to have more talks this week that's a great thing as Dino and you were saying get get something like that going a good clear the air session because let's be fair I mean defence aside midfield and forward line we've got some of the best players in this division you know and not just on really on their day some of our players are absolutely exceptional but what with the injuries and, and this frailty at the back you know that uh, this continues.
in neglect has just come to haunt us now. And it's really sad. And it's like what I really what really opened me was last year as well. We were trying to sign that kid. I think it was from Aberdeen. And they wanted five million for him for a good up and coming young defender. And, and they offered two million quid. That's just an insult. And I don't like the thought of the club being appear to be cheap and, and, and nasty. That's just insulting uh, other clubs. So I'm not sure what's going on, but clearly there is some toxicity there. It's really funny. I mean, a year or so ago, a lot of people were thinking it was Deeney. Clearly wasn't Troy. Uh, and what you, the one thing we are lacking, and I'm sure you lads are seeing more than me, is, is clearly a lack of leadership on the field. You know, there really doesn't seem to be true somebody taking the game by the scruff of the neck. So anyway, I'll pass it on to Dino on that one, mate. I think it's wrong everywhere, to be honest with you. Again, there's no leader out there. You might as well put the captain's armband, you know, in a hat and put all the team's names in there and pick one out at the moment because there ain't one out there. There really isn't. Um, the, the one that works hard is Semmer, but he's no way a captain. He, after that, I can't see a captain out there. I, I really don't know. Um, the problem is... We're again, we're playing this bloody sideward pass and it's so bloody slow. It's left, right, left, right, left, right. You do it 20 times. And no wonder teams can defend, you know, Sarko, Sarko, you know, he's probably done a run five minutes ago. You've got just get back the simple passing, especially against Norwich. Put Davis up top and I don't want any short passes. I'd rather have Batman launch it to him, get it near enough in their half and start again. Uh, all this passing around back, all they do is pass, pass. One bloke should boot it. No, I'm scared to. I'll pass it that way. They close us down, then it's a throw-in in our end. There's pressure straight away. You know, we, we're not Man City. I don't know why teams try playing like that. We haven't got the quality. So why not avoid our whole defence and putting pressure? That way you can get the line up as well, get the midfield closer to the bloody strikers. It's such a simple thing. Davis is a big, strong boy. You pull it to his chest or head, eight times out of ten, he's going to cause problems. It is that simple. You know, we've got to stop this trying to play football. Our, our midfield ain't great either, to be honest with you. I'm quite, you know, I'm quite annoyed at that. I know Loser's a quality player, but, you know, Chowdhury, I, I blame him for the third goal. He should have took the man out before the defence even got there. Just take it out of card. He's chipped it over him and then he's turned Ekon inside out. You know, it's... It shouldn't get to that. Just clip them. Just take a yellow card. You've got to be a bit dirty as well. I, I honestly think we're too bloody soft in the challenge as well. So many times you see a player jump out the way or tap it. You know, a bunch of, bunch of bloody fairies. Just put a fucking challenge in. You know, the championship, no team is going to give you the points. We play commentary in four weeks, I think. Something like that. They're bottom. They won't give you three points. Every team no. in this division fights. They put the bloody challenge in. They put the hard work, and like I say, I'm going to say it now, and I will. Luton will beat us 3-0 if this don't change. Because if you watch the scum games, they, they're not quality, but they put in the passion, and they put in a lot of fucking hard work, what we are lacking majorly at the moment. And they will smell blood if they come to us, and we still haven't won a game by then. Because Norwich and Mill, well, we're going to give it to us. So, yeah, I'll try to sharpen moves. up quickly. 
Yeah, um, mate, mate. And the missus has just put as well a shout a comment. He says players need to be gone. Most um, as most of them players don't care and actually want uh, don't actually want to be there. Um, they've proved that for the, this for ages now, and we've said this as well. And, uh, I'm not just saying that because she's now she's about four, five foot away from me. But um, <laughs> you know, she, I've said we've been shit ever since the FA Cup semi final. Um, yeah. it's been on a downward spiral. But, oh, Moobs, you've been listening to most of it, and thank you very much, mate. And we'll get your get your um amazing segment um very shortly, mate. But um, yeah, what what's your take on it? Because you actually went as well, didn't you? Yeah, I've got one thing to say. I want my money back. I am serious. <laughs> this is just it's it, it is beyond beyond unacceptable. Now this lot know how to get out of the division. They know what to do. And yet, none of them, none of them want to take... Exactly what Dino said. No one yesterday was prepared to take that game by the scruff of the neck. All he needed was one challenge in midfield and Blackpool would have rocked. Literally, the waves were crashing in at the time, but, you know, the, unfortunately, on the pitch, they were singing and dancing like Blinking Strictly Come Dancing, I tell you. It was it, it, it was awful. I've got to be honest, when we got it back to 1-1, I thought, here we go. We've got the spark. Now, go for it. Hit them. Hit them. No. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it was... It, a lot of people were just looking at us, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You know, I I used to love my one thing I'm gonna say. I, I I used to love my away days. They used to be the best. They used to be brilliant. But yesterday, the atmosphere was so stale. There was nothing, and it's like you got people turning on each other. This is not what we're meant to be doing. We're not meant to be doing that. Yeah, you know, and oh, it was so annoying. So annoying because they were there for the taking, literally. And it, I can't understand how we've not how we've got so many injuries again, so many goddamn injuries. Mm. You know what is going on in that treatment room? They can't be fed up with Billich already. Jesus Christ, he's only had two <laughs> weeks with them. But even I wouldn't be peed off with training after two weeks. I tell you, mm. but. You know, I was I was so angry, so angry. You know, wasting me hard-earned money going up there, and, and to all the other fans that went as well. I did see, I did see a fair few of you um, that I knew. Um, I feel for them as well. Mm. You know, it's, it. I, I, I go back to I think what I said the other week. This jeer out a guy coming back. I don't think anybody wants him there. And it, it, it sort of feels like he could be the problem. And I'm just... Maybe I'm clutching the straws, but I, I just feel that there's a possibility that the players are saying, we didn't want to see him come back. So, you know, they're not blaming Billich. Mm. They're saying, it's that guy above him. We want him gone. But in regards to some of the players that were out there yesterday... Well, we were right in chanting what we did. You're not fit to wear the shirt. No. And I absolutely mean it. They were not fit to wear the shirt. 
I think I, I, I said to my friends, uh, and I do mean this, I picked out, but people might say no, no one deserved it, but there was four players for me who stood out yesterday, four. And I had to give credit to Goslin because he went and stepped in and said, I'll play right back. When the boys never played there, he's a centre bloody mid. He's used to diving forward, not being told to sprint back every 10 seconds for a 70-yard sprint. So I gave him a bit of credit because I thought he was, you know, he's just gone, I'll take one for the team. I'll go and play there. I'll try. I'll give it a try. Um, basically, nice drive. Mike. Yes, thank you. Whoever that is, yes, my driving is exceptional at times. Um, <laughs> I think Hassan Kamara yesterday, he just wears that badge with pride. We know we're going to lose him. It's inevitable that he's going to go Udinese for good. Um, and we won't see him in a Watford shirt again. I think the other one, I was really happy with Lu Luaza yesterday, not only for his free kick, but there was times where he was trying to bomb forward and get stuff going. Just half the time there was no end product, or we couldn't find an end product because no one was with him. And the other one I give credit to was Aspria. Young lad, he come on, and he just went, well, give me the ball and I'll have a run. And he started running at players. They tripped him up. We got free kicks. Next thing you see, he's lost the ball and he's sprinted back 70 yards to win it. Mm. Surely that's... An... To all the other players, start bloody doing it. An 18-year-old is doing it. He's embarrassing all of you. And as for Chowdhury, I would order him a taxi and, send, and take him back to Leicester myself. Because I got sick and tired of the boy. He was at one step, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he was walking around the pitch half the time. Walking. You are not meant to be walking on a football pitch unless you're walking off at the end of the game. It was shocking. Apologies about my phone. Um, <laughs> my phone's making a brief appearance. But it's oh, annoying, frustrating, and quite frankly, I probably. I, I didn't see some of the comments at the start, but I think we've all had enough. We just want to know what the hell's going on. Really do. Mm. Um, I do apologise. I've ranted a bit. So no, you're right, mate. From one lack of passion to a lot of passion, mate. Well, let's get your um, let's get let's get this show on the road, mate. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, people, hello. Yes, I was just ranting. You weren't seeing things. It was me ranting about yesterday. And the lampshade's here as well. Say hello to the lampshade. Everyone loves that. Everyone loves the antique. Um, well, a contrast of two of 24 hours. I could probably pretty much sum that up. If you thought watching the men was bad, on the flip side, you've got the women because the women are playing with so much pride and passion right now. They're just destroying everything that comes in their way. A real, real great win yesterday uh, today for the girls. A magnificent 5-1 win at home against Plymouth Argyle. Really, really good to see. They are absolutely flying now in the league. They've, they've found their feet. They're starting to get going. The play is just phenomenal. They've, they've got some very talented young girls that have come in. They've, who know the divisions and are just really standing up to them. Fair, fair play to Plymouth. They've made the long journey up to... Uh, up to day. Um, unfortunately, it just wasn't their day. They did reply with a goal at the start of the second half, albeit 
they were already 3-0 down, but they were trying to make a fight of it. But Watford were just too good for them today. And uh, quite frankly, if it hadn't been for the keeper, it could have been about six or seven. So fair play to her for keeping the ball out as best she did. But, um, but as always, we say pride and passion. It's one thing we associate Watford Football Club with at times, especially, well, we used to say it with the men, but that's gone. But the girls do play with that pride and passion. And I, honestly, people, you still haven't experienced the day watching the girls. I urge you to come down to Wheelstone at some point this season and come and watch them play. Come and watch them and see just how much they fight for everything. Because I'll tell you what, it's a damn sight better job than the men do right now, I'll tell you. But on the fixture list news, there is one game this year. They do have a midweek game this week, and uh, that is away at Crawley Wasps. Now, it kicks off on Tuesday at 7.45. Um, so if you're in the Crawley area, I'm not too sure on the name of the stadium. We are trying to find out because they've recently moved grounds. Um, but if you're about and you're in that area, uh, please pop along and cheer them on. They appreciate all the support and especially today because they set a record down at Wildstone 431 were in attendance today. People might not think that's a lot, but for the girls, that is absolutely massive. Because that is just it's just great to see. It was great to see so many families there with the kids, kids all enjoying themselves. And the best bit is after the game, you get to actually meet the girls because they will come and sign the programs, all the match day programs at the end as well, if you queue up and wait. So it's definitely worth coming down. If you do want to get a ticket, go to watfordfc.com slash tickets, go through the channels. If you're a Watford season ticket holder, you're gonna get in for a quid. If not, if you're a member, it's just Standard prices, it's you can pay pay on the day is seven pounds, get it in advance, it's a fiver. You can't really go wrong with it. It is a great afternoon now. Plenty of refreshments, plenty of areas to sit down, all sheltered and covered. Um, as a standing, there is a stand stand behind the goals, you get what I mean. If you like, you're standing up um at one end. So it's there's plenty of shelter. They've got a massive clubhouse at Wheelstone and fair play. We do appreciate what Wheelstone do for us every week. Uh, they've been really nice to us since we've moved in there and uh, we're repaying them with it. Um, also, there's like a burger van as well where you get plenty of hot food, tea, coffee, soft drinks. You can get pretty much that, plus the bar as well. So it's definitely worth coming down and bring the kids along as well. You know, bring the kids down. Let's get them into it, you know. We all seem to forget that not too long ago, England women were European champions. If that's not an inspiration to get kids into football then quite frankly I don't know what is um, it's definitely not watching Watford men sorry that's not that loud <laughs> but also but also this week actually just one, one other quick thing I need to mention uh, a massive good luck to Morgan to Watford Watford's Morgan Rogers and Captain Helen Ward of the Watford women they are taking on Switzerland on Tuesday evening in a World Cup playoff now they are Determined to make history and get to the World Cup in Australia next summer, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed they get they take one giant step towards it. So that is Tuesday night. We wish them all the best. Brilliant, mate. Cheers, cheers, mate. Yeah, no, that's um, I posted up the other uh, the other day about. Morgan and Helen, I'm really pleased that 
you know, Watford are getting um, a bit of exposure, i.e. that way as well. And I wish them all the best because, um, yeah, yeah, it's good to hear, good to hear um, one of the teams at Watford show a bit of passion and commitment and, and actually goals and clean sheets, which is quite, which is quite refreshing. So, yeah, I'll completely agree with you. If you can get down and watch the, uh, watch the women, um, Wilston, yeah, yeah, please do not pass up yeah. the opportunity. Um Guys and girls, thank you ever so much for your comments. Um, we are going now, but um, hop on over to YouTube, Taylor Made Army uh, TV, and subscribe. Uh, what's what up? We've run out uh, of time. Yeah, we've run out of time, mate. Yeah, I've got to go, mate. Uh, but um, yeah, head on over to um, the YouTube channel, like, share, and subscribe. Um, and also, just just remember, um, we are back next Friday. We'll be uh, previewing myself and uh, Super Danny Iron, uh, the game at home to Norwich. Yes, um, and that is probably the expression that Dino's showing now that I will be showing on Friday. That's, as always, all the shows, 8 o'clock, unless otherwise um, stated. But, Mood um, Dino, thank you very much, mate. Dino, Darren, cheers, boys. Um, as always, you've been beautiful. We've been here, mate. It's good night from the young man. It's good night from Darren. And it's good night from the good man, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it almost works. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs>